Hey guys, it's Ed coming to you live from sunny and gorgeous New York City. Um, I'm here live at the Drunk Gossip Studios, of course. Um, today, uh, today is a day drinking day, so I'm having some mimosas. Um, I thought about some mojitos, but mimosas are really hitting the spot right now. Um, let's talk about the Queen. More accurately, let's talk about Claire Foy. Um... A couple weeks ago, there was a big scandal um, surrounding Netflix's TV show, The Crown, because Matt Smith, who was on Doctor Who and a bunch of other shows, was actually getting paid more than Claire Foy. And people were like, wait a minute, she's like, she's the lead of the show, she's literally in almost every scene, she's working twice as hard, but making less than some man, this is not okay. And, and frankly, it wasn't okay. Um, and producers and everyone and people were like, oh my god, like, duh, like, why did we do this? Well, it turns out that Claire Foy is going to be getting some back pay to make her equal to the pay that Matt Smith was getting. Um, some of the producers said, you know, it's our responsibility, we're, we're in charge of budgets, we're in charge of, um you know, what people make and whatever, blah, blah, blah. This is completely our fault. We own it. We're, we're responsible and we're making it right. And, and moving on from here, nobody will make more than the queen, which is all wonderful. It really is. It's a wonderful, um, step in the right direction. Uh, I'm sure Claire Foy can use the $275,000 that she's getting. Lord knows how much vodka I could buy with that. I mean, seriously. Um, but let's just take a minute and unpack this. Um, in 2016 with the election, there were a lot of things that were brought to the surface. Among them was that there's a certain misogyny... Um, in society, which, I mean, women have known for a long time, and m- most men know it too, um, but it was actually acknowledged for the first time. Um, but there was a lot of talk about the pay gap. And, you know, for me, I, like, I've worked with some really terrific women. Um, most of them have been my bosses, so, and I really admire them and I look up to them. But I never thought about, you know, if I had the job and they were my subordinate, would would I be making the same amount that they were making? Or would I be making more? And, and at least the two um, that spring to mind right away, um, they, they have so many degrees between them that they could open their own damn college. Um, so... I would like to believe, um, even though my heart is telling me that I'm completely wrong, that they made more than I would have made. Um, it, it's, it's not that these companies are bad. I think that they're just so used to getting away with everything that that's what they do. Um, you know, I'm not 100% on board with that. Um, I, I'm very happy for Claire Foy that um, she didn't even have to bring this... Um, this issue to the forefront. The producers did it themselves. 
And for that, I applaud the producers for owning their mistake and in reversing course and correcting it. Now, other um, other industries um, and in other TV shows and movies need to take a look at this. You know, if if you're gonna pair um, Amy Schumer with, uh, you know, let's say Will Ferrell, they need to be more on equal grounds. Um, I know some people are going to say, well, you're so against Monique um, blasting Amy Schumer for taking $13 million, but Netflix only offered her 500000 Let me just really quickly clarify this. If Monique was worth $13 million, I would say, go get it, girl. The thing is, is Monique is not worth $13 million. She's not the draw that she once was. Just like Will Ferrell's not the draw that he once was, which is why Amy Schumer should be paired on um, the same pay scale as Will Ferrell. Um, you know, and these people make millions of dollars anyway. So let's not get that twisted. You know, if Monique is worth $13 million and she's going to help bring subscribers to Netflix, then most definitely. But that's not the case here. I'm going to mix up another mimosa and I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I'm back, and so is Westworld. Um, it's a sci-fi show, a sci-fi fantasy show over on HBO, um, and there's a lot of male, male and female nudity. Um, one of the stars, Evan Rachel Wood, came out and said, you know, it's just normal. Like, we, we get on the set, and we're like, oh, I'm naked today, and boom. Um, she made an example of, uh, um, she was on set one time, and Anthony Hopkins... Um, was there, and it, would, it even dawned on her because she was so busy trying to, you know, give him the character and work. Um, so, why am I reading this up? Well, not only because of Rachel Woods brought it up, um, and not only because Westworld is going to be a hot topic for the next few weeks because it's, it's back after a long hiatus, um, but there was also a blind item, and I'm really really trying to find out. I think it was on Blind Gossip, um, where they talk about how um, one of the shows that's super popular is going to go down because um, some of the sex isn't simulated. It's, uh, these people are actually having sex, and um, not the participants don't always agree to it. Um... And that's a really big deal, especially in the Me Too era. Um, you know, I, I, I can already hear people screaming at me. Um, I just have to say, you know, the Me Too era is definitely important. Um, especially for for the victims who didn't feel like they could speak out or speak their truth because um, they would lose their careers. Um, this generally affected women, but there, there were some gay men. Well, I should just say gay men. There were some men... Um, who were um, victimized and um, what and, and whatever, but the fact that a show like Westworld is is having all this nudity and um, possibly possibly just becoming a porn. I mean, what else do you call um, people having sex on camera? You know, um, if this was. If this was anywhere else, it would be rated triple X and only played um, at a time where 
uh, adults would watch it, and that no children can be able to see it. Um, these the, right now these rumors are unsubstantiated that they're actually having sex. Um, but it's really not that that's big of a stretch. Um, Chloe Suviani um, gave her then um, boyfriend uh, Vincent something or another. He just had an op-ed piece um, recently. I can't think of his last name though. A blowjob um, on camera, all in the name of art. You know, she was trying to be edgy and, oh, look at me. I'm so, I'm such a good actress. I, this is what I'm willing to do. I'm willing to suck my boyfriend's dick on camera. That's her choice, of course. Um, but you, what happened was the, the exact opposite of what she thought. She thought, oh, I'm going to get all these new roles and these people are going to love me and they're going to want to hire me. And what actually happened was her career kind of took a big hit. She was the up-and-coming sweetheart who suddenly couldn't get a role to save her life. Um, I mean, she had some guest spots and whatnot, but it took her a while to build back up to where she is. Um, You know, Evan Rachel Wood dated Marilyn Manson, so she's really used to the surreal. Um, And there are rumors about that, too, where Marilyn Manson apparently is off his rocker, and um, C-Dan had a whole series of line items where it is alleged that Marilyn Manson was stalking her. And making threatening notes, or making threatening phone calls, to the point where the FBI was allegedly called in. Um, none of this is the the victim's fault. None of this is, you know, Chloe did make a conscious choice, and so did Evan Rachel Wood. Um, but it, it to me, it's kind of like okay, yeah. Um, Chloe Silviani decided to suck someone's dick on camera but what about the dude who's getting his dick sucked like why was there no career backlash for him so I'm hoping that the rumors about Westworld are not true um or if they are that um all the cast members are really protected and that their careers are safeguarded I'm going to get me another mimosa and I will be right back Okay, I'm back, guys. Uh, so, T.J. Miller. I don't even know what to say about him. Um, uh, if you'll recall, last month we did an episode, or at least a segment of an episode based around, not based around, about um, uh, him calling in a bomb scare um, and being arrested for it. So, basically, if you don't remember, I'm just going to rehash it really quickly. Basically, T.J. Miller was on a train um, heading from Washington, D.C. to New York. Along the way, um, he got into some sort of altercation with a a lady and called and reported that she had a bomb. Uh, To his credit, he left his name and his phone number, so... Um, but even at the time, um, the people on the train around him were like, he was drunk. He was drunk when he got on the train, then he had a couple glasses of wine, a couple of scotch and sodas, and, um, 
so we we don't know what really happened. Well, now um, we're taking a, a deeper look into it, and combined with like what happened with Silicon Valley, um, basically, um, in case you don't know, or if you forgot from the previous episodes of of Drunk Gossip, um, there were allegations that he would show up high or drunk, or um, at least in one case, he didn't show up to work at all. Uh, it was making it a struggle, and HBO was losing money. Uh, and, and I can already hear people saying, well, aren't they losing money anyways? Technically speaking, probably. Um, Netflix, HBO, Hulu, Amazon, they, their whole business model is around um, subscribers. Um, and each of them started by building a catalog of um, properties that were, like, properties meaning movies or, or TV shows um, that were popular in the past and then slowly segueing into um, their own content. In the case of Hulu, of course, um, Hulu was kind of like an outlier to this where they would show popular shows from today, the day after that they aired on broadcast. Um, so, so yes, HBO was losing money. Um, so he had to go. I mean, that's just simply the way it is. This is a business. Um, TJ Miller obviously tried to spin it a little and say, oh, no, I wanted to go. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and then he, he called Alex Borg, who is the executive producer of Silicon Valley. Um, not that smart. And uh, he went after a couple other people. But ultimately, when more than one person is saying the same story, it's probably true, or it's probably more true than what the other person is saying. So now we're, we're kind of looking at him, um... And there's definitely substance abuse problems there. Um, with it, with his trial coming up, if he's found guilty, there's a chance that the judge could tell him, go get help. Go to rehab. But for someone who once said that they wanted to be... Uh, they wanted to fill in the Lindsay Lohan crazy um, train wreck gap that was missing... I don't know that that's going to work. Um, I would like to believe it will, but it, it seems like this is what he wants to do. Um, sort of say his wife is really trying to figure out how to help him and how to make it better, but she's she's struggling too. Um, she's asking people for advice. She's asking people for help. Um, but there's really not much that she can do. Um, and the fact that he's built his whole career on these sort of outlandish, outrageous um, stunts is kind of uh, an, an issue for getting him help. Um, if you are struggling with alcohol or any kind of substance abuse, 
um, please go to your local uh, Alcoholics, Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous help groups. Um, every, every, every city, every area has them. Um, they're, they can be in churches or wherever, but please get the help. Um, and I hope TJ Miller gets the help he needs. I will be right back. And I'm back with some breaking news. Um, Bonnie Raitt, who was scheduled to go on tour with James Taylor, um, has pulled out of the first leg of the tour due to a medical condition. Uh, there is no word yet, um, on what this is, um, only that she has to undergo surgery, and, um, the, her recovery is fully expected, um, and that um, she did have a Facebook post to let her fans know. And she's expected to rejoin James Taylor on the second leg of the U.S. tour and, and on the European tour. Um, this is quite astounding. I mean, you don't hear very much about Bonnie Raitt. Um, some people are saying this because she's older. No, I don't believe that. Um... Because you look at someone like Cher, who is 300. Um, but Cher makes headlines on a weekly, if not daily, basis. Um, I think it's just Bonnie Raitt is more subdued. Um, she, she is, like Cher, um, up to her age. Bonnie Raitt is 60, 68, I believe. Um... Share is, like I said, I don't know, three, four hundred. Um, she's a goddess, so we just don't even ask her age anymore. We just say it, it's Share. Someone says, "How old is Share?" It's Share. She's ageless to us. Um, you know, there are bad, a lot of bad puns I can make with Bonnie Raitt songs, like something to talk about, but I'm gonna try to forgo those. Um, and just say, you know, um, this all came up because of a regular, um, medical exam that she went through, which, um, ladies, please, please, please get your mammograms, um, at least yearly. If you're at risk for breast cancer, please do it more often. Um, you know, and I, I, I don't think that... Either of those things, I don't think that Bonnie Wright has cancer or anything like that. Um, I think whatever her her issue is is something completely separate. But um, getting your your checkups is very important, um, and it, it's one of those things that really needs to um, it, it needs to be done. As far as her fans, those who really love her, those who really adore her, will understand. Um, it sucks that she's missing part of the tour, but I'm sure she's going to um, make it up as soon as she can to, to those fans. Um, since there's not a lot of information on this one, it's really hard to talk about other than to say... You know, obviously our prayers, um, and, and good thoughts and good vibe, positive vibes are with her. 
on the other hand, um, you know, health is not, it's not something that one should take for granted. Uh, you know, if you're lucky enough to be healthy, thank your lucky stars. Think, um, think whatever deity that you, you pray to, um, but mostly just appreciate it um and if you're ill reach out to your loved ones ask for help um don't be ashamed to be frightened i think all too often in our society we are so scared to say i'm sick or i need help or whatever because that's not what we were groomed to do but it's exactly what we need to do and with with the new generations, I see the shift moving back towards actual community building and and, and actual um, actually helping one another, and that is a wonderful, fantastic thing for us to see. Um, so please, 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 just um, make sure that you're taking care of yourselves. Um, And let's all wish the best for Bonnie Ray in a speedy recovery. I will be right back. Hey guys, I'm back. Um, I know this is normally where we do the blind item, and there's a really juicy one um, from Line Gossip about a singer who is pregnant. Um, So it's nothing really scandalous. She has a long-time partner. He's presumably the baby daddy. Um, It's widely believed to be Britney. Uh, but instead, I want to um, do an op-ed. I know I said I was going to save those for the blog, which is going to be launched soon. Um, I don't have an exact date, but the what I'm hearing is probably within the next two weeks. So, fingers crossed, please. Because um, once I have the blog up, everything will be um, running a lot smoother. Um, also, I'd like to announce, I, I know we talked about this last week, um, but probably the next episode of Drunk Gossip will feature the legendary um, columnist, Mandy Bates. Um, Mandy's coming to New York to see me, um, and she asked if she could guest co-host with me, which obviously I accepted. Um, It'll be so great to have her um, co-host with me. I'm so excited about this. Um, So let's talk about how um, independent artists... Specifically writers, but um, I'm going to say artists all around, are shamed. Um, when people ask for free stuff, it really, really bothers me. Um, and and we, I've talked about this before, I've written about it um, multiple times. But let me just explain to you why it bothers me um, so much. First of all, that novel that you that your friend or family member or whomever wrote took them a long time. Um, I I have knocked out novels and books in in short periods of times, usually about a week or so. Um, but they weren't very good and they weren't for me. So, um, but you know, it, it it does take a minute um, to write. So, when you ask it for free, you're saying your time's not valuable. You're just doing a little hobby, and that's not okay. Like, you need to let me read that for free. Would you walk up to John Grisham or um, 
Janet Evanovich or Stephen King and say, you need to let me read your work for free. Because if you wouldn't tell them that they need to let you read their work for free, do not ask somebody else to let you read their work for free. It's not okay, ever. Period. Um, yeah, and some artists do choose to put out their work for free. I, um, I briefly dated a, a rapper who, who chose to, um, share his work for free to get the exposure and to gain a following. That was his choice, um, you know, and it seemed to be working out very well for him, which I'm, I'm very happy about. Um... And, and I myself have done work for free. I ran Generation Gossip for years. Um, writing articles nearly every day. Um, I was breaking news. So, I totally understand that part. And if I write, you know, if I write an article for Vocal, I mean, even though you get to read it for free, I'm still getting paid. Um, and that goes with any of the other, any of the other articles that I choose to write. Um, it may, you know, just because it's free doesn't mean I'm not getting paid on the other end. Um, but even with Generation Gossip, I was making money. Um, I just wasn't charging you. I wasn't charging my readers. Um, so... But for you to come to me and say, hey, let me read this for free, I have bills to pay. You know, I'm not saying you should have to pay $30 for for a story um, or for a novel because I realize that's unrealistic. However, I am saying that free for you isn't free for me. So not only am I putting my time into that book... I'm also, I also have to send it out to an editor. Um, my current editor, uh, Wesley Thomas, wonderful, wonderful person, wonderful, wonderful editor. I, I, I cannot say that enough. I, I just adore him. Um, I pay almost $500. Um, then I have to get a book cover designer. And a good one can cost you $100, $200 easy. Then I have to market the book. So, you know, with, with just those things right there, we're looking at um, $650. We're looking at at least $750. Plus the time it took me to write the book. Um, I will be right back with the second part of this. I did not expect this. Um, I've had to go on so long, so I apologize. Um, but, you know, let's let's talk about, you know, I was just saying um, that it would cost me 650 uh, at least $750, not 650 excuse me, at least $750 um, to... Um, to to get going, 
That, that, that doesn't even include marketing costs. Um, so, while I, I completely do understand your, your desire, you have to look at it from the other end. You know, sometimes there are... Sometimes authors, and I will be utilizing this when my book comes out, will use influencers. Um, an influencer is someone who will... Who I choose to give the book to for free, and in return, they'll let others know about it. So basically, you know, um, the the book that I'm hoping to get get published in June, um, I would choose an LGBT leader, which I already have one in mind. I just need to reach out to her and and ask her if she would be so kind as to. Um, to read it and, and and put in a good word for me. Um, and, and basically from there, they would help sell books and then it becomes a word of mouth thing. Um, but there was a meme on Facebook uh, over the weekend that I saw. Um, I, I swear it was like an introvert... Um, I, I forgot what it was called. It was introvert something meme. Um, but it was all about self-publishing. And they really went out of their way to shame freelancers as a whole. And it really pissed me off. Let me tell you why. So, basically in the meme, it talks about, um, like the first, the first thing is like, um, a, a writer. And then the writer decides to self-publish. And... The, the little character who represents, I don't know whom, is like, why? The only ones that get paid are the editors, the graphic designers, book cover, and whatnot. And uh, the author character was like, oh yeah, you're right. Let me tell you why this is bullshit. First of all, I would never, ever think to go to somebody and say do this for free for me um you know a couple of my friends and I have agreements where I'll edit for them and you know they'll help me out with their skills which is all wonderful but it's not free we're trading our skills and it helps us to to get there um to get what we need um Secondly, why shouldn't freelancers get paid for what they do? Again, you wouldn't go up to somebody and say, Oh, I need you to work in my store. Here's my cash register. But I'm not going to pay you. That's slave labor. That period. End of the story. Um... You know, it, it, it's just not okay. And it, this, this shaming, this demonization of indie artists has got to stop. Um, this weekend, um, I'm going to be filming a movie with Mandy and um, November O'Malley, who is a very, very popular blogger. If you haven't checked her out, um, check, check out her, her blog, novemberomalley.blogspot.com. Um, and a couple of other people. 
And, you know, we're not getting paid for this. We're, we're doing it because we want the experience. We want to have fun. Um, uh, Teacher Gordon is going to be... Uh, going to be part of our group. Um, we, we want the experience. We want to have some fun. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. We're choosing to do this for free. But do not ask us to watch our movie for free. Um, you know, at this point... We don't know what we're going to do with the movie, but what I do know, you know, the, yes, there will be certain people who will get to see it, um, and it's not like we're ever going to say no, but don't put us in that position, you know, um, don't ask us, you know, oh, you should just, you should just let us see the movie just because we, we want to see it. Guess what? I want to see my rent paid for the next month. And that's not only my opinion. I want to say cheers. Um, Like I said in the beginning of this uh, op-ed, Mandy Bates will be joining me for the next episode. So please, please, please give her some love. And until then, cheers to a terrific week for all of us.